Welcome to Communicate Kindly, the podcast. I'm Mary Feldman. And I'm Karen McCormick. Let's have a conversation about our conversations. So the topic for tonight is... Gaslighting. Oh, gaslighting. So what did you find out about gaslighting, Karen? Well, first of all, I never even heard the term until last year. Honestly, I, yeah. my kids were using it, my daughters, and uh, referring to it to past relationships with people they knew or people that were in gaslighting relationships. And I was like, what is it? So yeah. I, I literally had to look it up before we had our call tonight. Yeah, I've had to look it up in the past and I agree with you. It's to me it's a relatively recently used word in yeah. our, you know, daily conversations where you didn't hear it before. Um, right. So what I'm seeing is that gaslighters are seeking to gain power and control over the other person by distorting reality and forcing them to question their own judgment and intuition. Well, this is the definition I found. Um, gaslighting, it's making someone seem or feel unstable, irrational, and not credible, making them feel like what they're seeing or experiencing isn't real or experiencing something that they're making up. Gaslighting involves imbalance of power between the abuser and the person they're gaslighting. So yeah, I've had people in my life make me think that I'm the kooky one. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to be kind of a negative Nilly here. Is gaslighting like, oh boy, here we go. Like the overused word. Well, I think gaslighting can be really dangerous. All right. Tell me about that. Well, I think that when someone is doing that to gain power over the other person by making them think that they're, they don't know what they're talking about or that um, or the gas lighter is minimizing how the person's feeling or they're just lying because they're saying that something didn't happen that they know did in order oh. to protect themselves. Liars. And then the person that is being gaslit starts to question their own memory and their own right. take on things when they are pretty sure that they have it accurate an accurate account of it and then but you know if somebody keeps questioning you or telling you mm -hmm. that you have it wrong you kind of start to second guess yourself and then you're like oh well maybe it maybe I'm wrong maybe it was me maybe well, then we were gaslit when we were kids. Absolutely, for sure. I was gaslit. <laughs> from, from all kinds of walks of life. Oh, I was gaslit, for sure. Now that we're aware of this, we're not being gaslit because I don't even know if the gaslighter knows their gas lighting. But on the other hand, you know if you're telling the truth, right? Well... Yeah, but, but if someone has the capabilities to be a gaslighter, they're really not mentally well. And when you're not mentally well, 
you're not aware of your actions. And people that manipulate tend to see things their way and only their way. So I'm not so sure that the guilty party even knows that they are at fault. That is certainly a possibility in some cases. I think that in some cases, the guilty party knows exactly what they're doing. And it's probably worked in the past. I mean, even as a kid, uh, you broke my toy. No, I didn't. And you know that you did. Mm. And you just keep saying, you don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do that. You're you crazy. Don't know what, what, are you crazy? Mm. I didn't do that. And you know that you did. So you just keep saying it and saying it until you, you, you might even start to believe it yourself. And right. now you've made the other person question whether their memory is right. Well, then if you are being gas lit, you're allowing it. That's something to, to think about. So how does that happen? How do we get to a point Unless where we allow ourselves to be gaslit? How does that happen? Well, if you're in a relationship with, let's say, more of a romantic relationship, I think you are of age that you're going to know if you're being manipulated or not. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though, because in romantic relationships, for example, or any, any relationship where you have a real personal connection with somebody, you don't want to believe that they're doing that to you. So mm -hmm. you can, I think sometimes you can take on, oh, it must've been, I must not have it right. Mm. They must be right. Mm -hmm. And I must be wrong. Um, and maybe I, maybe I remembered it wrong. Maybe I, right. Um, maybe, maybe he's right and I'm wrong. Um, I will say myself, like I grew up with brothers mm -hmm. and, um, innocently they, they didn't do it on purpose to gaslight me, but I think they would say something in a situation like, I didn't know what I was talking about. I mean, I know I've had it where I feel like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm maybe I don't. Right, give me an example of when it happened to you. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I mean, I definitely happened growing up often with siblings, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, right. And it also kind of reminds me of what we were talking about last week with gossip, right? Mm -hmm. How we would talk about someone. Um, and sometimes we may talk about someone because that someone is making us think we're crazy. So if it's, let's say someone we work with or a boss or a teacher or someone in an authoritative position in our life, you may want to feel out another person to see if they're receiving that same vibe that you are. Yeah. And they may go, oh my gosh, 
that person does that to me too. And I thought I was crazy. And then you go, oh, wow, we have an affirmation here. We're both not crazy. And now we know who the gaslighter is. I saw something online last week that talked about, well, here was the scenario. It was a friend's, like a clip from a friend's episode. And Joey runs into a woman that he had a one night stand with Mm. and he never called her. And now she's in front of him and he's saying, how come you never called me? And she said, well, I gave you my number. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I, you were supposed to call me. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought that you were going to call me. There was some, and, and this exchange is going back and forth. And then, you know, it's supposed to be funny, but then the woman was like, I am, you know, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't realize that I was the one who was supposed to call you. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking, Joey's a gaslighter. Wow. That's a great example. So yes. what you're doing is you're projecting on to the other person what they are doing. Although they're making you be the one who's doing it. Right. right. So here's an example. I, I, I had one of one I worked many, many, many years ago in the entertainment industry and I had to make these like little brochures or something with a listing of all the events. And they were like um, hard to come by. Anyway, I was in a staff meeting and the boss pointed to me and scolded me in front of 12 people at a conference table saying, how did that place get a stack of those event guides. And I looked at him like, what are you talking about? Well, he was putting it out there that I was the guilty party, that we weren't supposed to give these to this certain business, but the business got them. And he was trying to make it look like it was me that did it. When I look back now and I think he was the one who did it. There you go because this was in the ticketing world and there was a lot of scalping and a lot of things that go on. And I thought, what is he saying? He's giving, uh, like I was in trouble. How did you feel? So tell us about how, okay, how, did, so, it, how did it make you feel? How did you respond? Wow. How did it all transpire? Do you remember? Yeah, well, when I'm, I, honestly, I look back at this and I think that guy, that boss gaslit me a lot. And I think it was because of the crooked business we were in and ticketing back in those days in the eighties was crooked. Even though we worked for an, you know, reputable company, there was stuff that went on. They scalped tickets, you know, and would sell them off. And it was happening from these managers that were my bosses, you know, this is a long, long time ago. So I'm not naming names and I don't even know if these people are still around. I felt so demeaned and I felt guilty and I thought, what? And then I started saying, did I, 
did I drop something off and I didn't know it? That's gaslighting. I mean, the fact that it happened repeatedly, you know, when you had originally said that the gaslighters probably, and they probably do have some mental issues or whatever, but, but that they are unaware that they're gaslighting. In an example like that, Kara, I think he, the guy knew exactly what he was doing because he got away with it. Yeah. Because you didn't, because you're innocently saying, oh my gosh, did I, did I do that? And then you start questioning yourself and, mm -hmm. and now he's probably feeling like, yeah, I can put all the blame on her because <laughs> she's second guessing the truth. The last laugh was on him because I ended up after so many years, I quit. Mm -hmm. and I now know why I quit it was definitely because of him the yeah. whole way he managed and and that was part of it but there you go this was in the 80s there was no terminology gaslighting you know these young people today would never stand for that I at least I hope they wouldn't yeah yeah I would too and it feels really apparent to me now and I don't think it did before for example just watching that clip of Joey with this woman my radar went right up and I thought he's getting this is manipulative and it's really inappropriate and it's really kind of not funny that you know I mean I know it's a sitcom and all that but but that exchange that's really not funny and if you see people doing that in the real world it's dangerous to do that so you're in a relationship and you say to your um boyfriend or girlfriend um i'm not trusting you i feel like you're flirty and when you go to parties i see pictures of you on snapchat and it looks like you're really flirting and I don't like that. And I think you're going to cheat on me. And then that person who's portraying that on the recipient ends up doing all of that cheating and yeah. lying. Well, that, and that can happen too. They can be projecting themselves onto the other person. Is that you gaslighting? I think that's a form of gaslighting. Um, but the gaslighting, I think we had so much of that in our youth. Oh, definitely. definitely. Even from parents. Oh, we definitely did. Remember your story? I have one. Is this gaslighting? I think it is. You wanted to be a ballerina. And you wanted to take dance lessons. And you would say, I want to be a ballerina. And they would all go no you don't no you don't and you'd say yes I do no hon why don't you take piano or something what how did that go what they would say is you won't like it mm. so I wanted to take ballet lessons in first grade and my parents told me you won't like it mm. and then I start thinking well, maybe I won't like it, but I, di I didn't understand it because I thought, I really think I'll like it. So I didn't understand why yeah. they would say that I won't like it. Yeah. And then when I wanted to be a Girl Scout in third or fourth grade, they told me 
we don't think you'll like it. And I don't know why they said that to me. And I wonder if maybe there were finances involved and they didn't have yeah. the money for whatever I needed for either one of right. those activities. But but I definitely, it, it definitely stays with me, that feeling of why are you telling me that I'm not going to like something that I think I'll like? Mm. And it, and it's your parents. So you're kind of like, oh, I guess I won't like it, I guess. So I mean, that's... I think that's a little bit of gaslighting. Sure. Uh, yeah, that, it's lying. In a, it's, away, it, it's manipulating for sure. It's manipula mm -hmm. manipulating you to think something mm -hmm. different than what you think. Mm. and kind of taking away my power to make a decision for myself not that it wasn't ultimately their decision whether I did those activities at that time but right. to have an opinion of my oh oh I'm having moments I'm having aha moments no wonder I never had an opinion of my own <gasps> wow I mean when I had an opinion I was told that I won't like it so, so let's talk about that. So now you feel like you hold back your opinions. I think that probably had a lot to do with it mm -hmm. because, you know, and we've had this conversation before, Kara, where I, I'll tell you that the most confident I was, was when I was like five and six years old. Yeah. And then it started to get eaten away. And I think that yeah. happens to most of us at, right. at around that age, like, Right. The real world starts kind of creeping in. But I do remember feeling when I first started first grade, I thought I could conquer the world. And wow. I just, you know, had all the confidence in the world. And then it, these little things started to chip right. away. And then I was like, oh, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I, you know, cool. maybe I don't really have an opinion. Maybe my opinion really doesn't matter, you know, right, right. And, and it stuck with me. It definitely did. It formed who <clears> I am <throat> today for sure. Well, now you are back to being that first grader who can conquer the world. Oh, Kara, I hope so. You are. There's hope left. I, there's still hope. No, there is. I mean, well, I think, you, you know, what you're doing with communicating kindly is a movement in of itself. And if you didn't go through all those things in your life, the gaslighting, the bullying, um, the disappointments, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be who we are. Right. It's true. Um, so, yeah, but this gaslighting thing is. Well, it's been around for a long time. The word actually has been has? around for a long time. It comes from the title of a 1944 film, Gaslight, mm. in which a husband uses trickery to convince his wife that she is mentally unwell so he can steal mm. from her. So the title refers to the gaslight illumination of the house, which seems to waver whenever the husband leaves his wife alone at home. And that mm. is where it came from. So it's been around for a while, but it really has become, I mean, for me, it's become Mainstream. much more common in recent years. And, and I think you're right. I think young people are very familiar with it.
which is good because I feel like I was definitely gaslit by a number of people over the years and I couldn't, but I didn't have the confidence in myself, even though it felt wrong. I didn't have the confidence in myself to call it out. Um, and Mm. I would allow it to happen, but that just starts to eat away at you. And when you, when you can call it out, like uh, when I saw that clip of Joey, it was like immediate. So my awareness is there to know when that's happening. And if it were to happen to me now, I, I would definitely call it out. Wow. That's, that's incredible that we wouldn't have known this 10, 20 years ago. And it goes back to us saying like, we don't want, we didn't want conflict, like the dogs, you waited and waited to go knock on the neighbor's door to say, please shut your dog up. And here's the, um, what was the cake? It was an Irish, <laughs> Irish soda bread. The kiss ass <laughs> cake. cake. Yes. Um, so it all kind of goes hand in hand. The conflict you were avoiding because you never really had the opinion. Like someone could have said to you, that's in your head. Those oh, dogs wow. aren't bite, barking that loud. Oh, yeah. Your mom tried to do that. My mom was a gaslighter now that I think about it. Oh, hon, it's not a big deal. Well, it was a big deal to me. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was. So gaslighters are not kind. No, it's not a kind way to communicate. So how can we avoid it? Well, we really have to be aware and know what's know what's right that we know, like know what we know and and not allow people to manipulate us into thinking something different mm-hmm. um and really stand our ground mm-hmm. and that it, takes confidence it does and i think it's really hard when you're young when it's your parents that are doing it to you or someone that you're in a relationship oh, with. Oh, when it's your parents, I think it's the hardest or a teacher yeah. or a boss. But when you're in a relationship, a romantic relationship, there's no excuse for it. There isn't. But you can see how you allow, you, you can make excuses for the person and act like, that's not really happening. They're not manipulating mm-hmm. me. They're not, um, they're not gaslighting me. You can, you can see how that happens. But, mm-hmm. it, but I, I think it's really something that can chip away and chip away and really take your self-esteem away, mm. your trust away. Mm. I mean, how do you trust somebody who's gaslighting you? As soon as you're aware that you're being gaslit. And a lot of times when you are the victim, it takes someone outside to say, this is what's happening to you. No, you're not crazy. Yeah. Well, I think that anybody who is capable of gaslighting has a deficiency in empathy. Mm. Um, 
you're you're just not someone who thinks about the other person it's really all about what can i get for myself i'm trying to i'm trying to win i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to control the situation i am trying to win i am trying to make sure that i have power in this situation so you you don't have any feelings about what the other person could be could be experiencing Ugh. it doesn't matter i mean if you're capable of doing that that's not your concern so what do we tell our listeners to do to protect themselves from potential gaslighters well i did see something where um someone suggested writing down the experience when it happens write down what your experience was and what the person said and whenever that happens keep a log of that and then you'll see uh you, you'll become pattern. you'll see a pattern you'll become more aware of when it's happening um and i thought that was an interesting suggestion to just um and it, it's it gives you a chance to kind of check yourself and say no i'm i'm pretty sure this is this what i what my memory is 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 right and what they're saying is not right um mm -hmm. but you you can do that too so that you can go back to the gaslighter mm -hmm. and say you know you said this and this isn't mm -hmm. this wasn't mm -hmm. the truth and this mm -hmm. you know, and, and it may be hard to do it in the moment and gaslighters don't remember what right. they said or they change their mind well they're lying so it's kind of hard to keep track of your lies Right. You tell the truth, it's easy to remember. Right. If you're lying, it's harder to remember. Hmm. Do you think you ever gaslit anyone in your life? Mm, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. Um, and it, it it seems easy enough to think that I did that to my siblings as, mm -hmm. a, as a kid. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I, I'm thinking of one example where uh, I was 16 and I parked my dad's car in the garage and <clears throat> the car was stuck on the side of the garage because it was a little too close. So there was a nice big scratch <laughs> on it. So... <laughs> The one time that my, at that age, my sister was five years older than, or she is five years older than me, but at that point we weren't great friends. We are now, <laughs> but she covered me and what we went around the corner and we got out the turtle wax and we buffed it out and, and we never said anything. And then, uh, my brother got in trouble for it. Ooh. And I never said. Does me. he know? Does he know now? Well, he might know now. <laughs> That's good. Um, and I That's never said good. anything. But when 
when he said he didn't do it, I didn't speak up. So that's a little bit of gaslighting. Cause okay, a mild form. Well, it's yeah. to, it's totally lying. It's a lie. Well, it's it's a sin of omission. Oh, I didn't tell, I didn't tell the it. truth. That's um, it. Right. But yeah, I'm feeling a little guilty about that right now. But yeah, you, I don't know that he ever knew that. Yes, it was a vicious gaslighting circle because you were gaslit unintentionally by your dad mm -hmm. with other things. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Not having you think your own thoughts. And then you're in a situation you don't want to get in trouble by the gaslighter because that would not be good a dad is scary mm -hmm. when you do something especially with the car oh yeah that is scary yeah, yeah. that was i share. that is a day i will not i will not ever forget because i was terrified terrified to the point where i didn't tell the truth how about yeah. you care have you ever gaslit anybody i think i probably did yes the siblings for sure um I don't have anything specific that I did with them. I probably gaslit my poor husband <laughs> with little things along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I sure used I to have, too. when I first got married, I had a perm, a crazy perm. And um, I had to get a pick and, you know, take the knots out, and it would get me so pissed off. And this pick would look like four fingers like this across. And I'm going like this. And it was a new condo that we just bought. Oh, I remember the condo. I love the and condo. And I was a little violent with at that time in my life. Like I was combing my hair and I was so mad at my hair that I got the pick and I smashed it into the wall. Okay. And there were four prick marks, just like the comb the pick, the comb, whatever. And I looked at it and I went, Ugh. I was like, oh, well. And I just ignored it. Well, Ed kept saying, what is this on the walls? What is this? And I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea. And then I want to say maybe two weeks later, I could see him as we're both getting dressed. He took that pick and measured it up right against the wall and <laughs> it fit perfectly into <laughs> and i lied i lied and he's like what did you do this is this is from you i said i didn't do that i don't know how that happened and he knew i was lying and i was trying to say maybe it was your comb maybe you did it that's the part of it that's gaslighting yeah that's the part. i tried to project it that it was him that did it and he's like that's... no i don't have a comb like that and i wouldn't hit the wall with my comb so um <laughs> and you know when i was younger too like if if the the brush wasn't working in my hair i would just bang it against the door I came from that. Wow. So anyway. Wow. I didn't know that about you, Car. You did? 40 years, and I didn't know that you were brush throwing, pick throwing. Oh, well, you're making me you go back in my mind from walls. When I, yeah. yeah, when I was a kid, like just stupid stuff like that. So, yeah, but I made poor Ed think 
No, it wasn't me. What, are you kidding? But he did not allow me to be the gaslighter. Go ahead. Not accept it. Go ahead. And I think that's... What's the difference? Because he's a very, very confident man. That's where we all need to be. We all need to be like Ed. Yeah, he is not the kind of guy that could be gaslit. Yeah, yeah. But that's good. I think that uh, becoming aware of when you're being manipulated is really important and really standing your ground when you know that you're right. Um, and, you know, again, not it doesn't have to be unkind, but don't allow yourself to be manipulated either. Make sure that you stand up for what you know is true. You can't gaslight yourself, can you? Mm. Oh, I think we do gaslight ourselves. How, how often do we say, oh, I must be crazy? Oh, light bulb moment. That's oh, good. I, oh, well, that, oh, that can't be right. I'm a, oh, I must be crazy. And wow. then we second guess ourselves. And then we, yeah, I think we gaslight ourselves. Okay. Good question. I yeah. think we should toss that out to our listeners and see what they think. Yeah, definitely. Can you gaslight this yourself? Is, this is um, an ongoing um, conversation. I think we need to have another part two or part three with this. And yeah bring in some young people that can tell us their experiences with gaslighting. I love that. I think it's, yeah, I think it's good. And I think it's important. And the more, uh, the more we hear about it, um, the more aware we are and knowledge is power. We can take it into our own hands and make sure that we don't allow it to happen to us and that it doesn't happen to our young people. Yes. Yes. All right. Nice. Okay. It's a great conversation. Thanks, Mayor. Thank you. We hope this episode sheds some light on what gaslighting is. Here are the takeaways. Number one, beware of gaslighters. Call them out on their lies. Write things down as they happen so you have a log to refer to if needed. Number two, when you hear anything that sounds like it's all in your head, pause and stand your ground. Number three, don't give others the power to manipulate your thoughts. Number four, if you're being abused by a gaslighter, don't engage, get away. Number five, your opinion matters. Listen to your gut. If something feels wrong, it probably is. And above all, don't gaslight yourself. Have you been a gaslighter or been gaslit? Do you think you can gaslight yourself? Please share your stories with us. Send us a DM or a voice memo on Instagram at mary.feldman or at mom McCormick, or you can send an email to mary at communicatekindly.com. And if this or any of our episodes resonate with you, please share them with a friend. Thank you to all of our listeners who have let us know that you're enjoying the podcast. It really means the world to us. When you communicate, communicate kindly and transform the world one conversation at a time.